Yeah, it does seem that to be a theme. Has nothing to do with mm. right. vulnerability to cult. I can list a hundred and fifty uh, different vulnerabilities. Intelligence really isn't one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like gullibility, sure. I guess you know vulnerability. It'll, it'll, but it's also like, are you depressed? Are right. you very religious? Are you right wing? Are you racist? Do you do yoga? Are you in new age, mm. right? Like, are you a mom? Like, there's a million of these kind of vulnerabilities and sensitivities that people have that the these cults, especially Flynn's cults, including yeah. QAnon, they, they specialize the material to specifically target those people. And, the, and the, they have the data, right? I mean, they've the got- biggest. Yes, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, yeah. uh, Heidi. Well. So the clip he just showed that I think one of the most remarkable things about it is that it could have been made yesterday mm-hmm. with Sean Moon and Iron Rod Ministries, mm-hmm. note for note, same script, same people. Somebody would have got up and said your part. And I also think that when those of us started seeing our friends in churches radicalized in 2016, what was happening with perfectly nice people, we didn't know that Cambridge Analytica was working with Mm. Glue, which was giving them the data from church people throughout the country. And we didn't know that people affiliated with the Council for National Policy was sending out bullet points to these pastors who essentially function in my mind as some sort of gangster in getting people into this. They're dealing with coordinated talking points, coordinating them directly to the vulnerabilities and that's what you were just speaking of zeb mm-hmm. so true so the other thing that you that you mentioned that author he came up with this i guess it's a hierarchy um and i wondered if you could yes. talk a little bit towards that because it's it's really an interesting way of looking at these cults and how they reinforce sort of these traditional values yeah so the conservative moral hierarchy this is from george lakoff and this is something that i've really keyed in a lot and it's, we talk about this a lot on the radical secular podcast and Basically, there are a lot of conflicting things about right-wing ideology that don't really seem to make sense until you look at the conservative moral hierarchy, okay? Like, Mm -hmm. for example, why would somebody be pro-life and then support the death penalty? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. But if you look in the conservative moral hierarchy, you realize that the death penalty is discipline, punishment, right? And you see the discipline above the undisciplined, right? Right. Uh, And that also comes into play with COVID because the reason why people who are conservatives don't want the vaccine is they think that that means you're weak. If you need a vaccine, if your natural immunity Mm -hmm. isn't strong enough to fight off this disease, then there's something wrong with you. And that that also Mm -hmm. goes into victim blaming. So if, if you look in here, take any Republican policy and it will conform to this hierarchy Mm -hmm. if something is you know wants to improve equality improve justice for people who've been downtrodden they're going to be against it it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what it is if it's money being spent to help the american people forget about it if it's money for the military that falls into you know america above other countries right Mm -hmm. it's all part of this hierarchy and every conservative policy you need this to analyze it and figure out why they're doing it it makes so much sense. Um, and of course, the, at the very bottom of the rung here is gay people, um, which is already a theme in what's going on right now with Flynn and the, uh, and then to remove transsexual rights and, and other gay rights. I mean, we're really seeing it in real time. We're seeing the same thing with abortion rights. Uh, I mean, they all, it all fit into this hierarchy quite well. Terrifying as it might be. I mean, it really is a, a you know, hard to look at because it really is, um, you know, it's Nazi Germany. That's what we're looking at. That's the yep. playbook right there. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's one, one more, which is, you know, abled people over disabled people mm-hmm. is one of the most despicable 
parts of this, especially in the cans and stuff. Um, there's, there's a lot of, you know, yeah. hate directed at anyone who has, you know, anything other than normal characteristics. And there seems to be this sort of this theme of this blind devotion. And that, you know, brings us to the big lie, which to most people, maybe they're thinking the big lie is a political thing, but it's not. It's playing into this cult building because you know, Michael Flynn is going out there sermoning away about the big lie and making it part of the loyalty test almost for this cult. Like if you believe the big lie, you're part of the club. You're part of what's going on here. So let's take a listen to a clip from him and get your microphones around. That's why I know that no way in the world did the American people vote for any of this. And that's why I believe Donald J. Trump is still our president. So this clip was, was actually right before the other one. Okay. The, the one the, the one where he did um, the, the, prayer. The, uh, the prayer. Yeah. This is literally right before. So he's, he's telling, so telling everyone they've got to believe in the big lie. And then he's, he's cementing it with this uh, pledge almost. Yeah, he he does this all the time. He sets people up with with these, you know, ridiculous patriotic things. Another form of syncretism is mm. taking somebody's patriotism, right, mm. and and appropriate appropriating it for your yeah. own purposes. Yeah, like all the flag waving and the make America great again and America first, all that shit is is appropriating patriotism into what you know is effectively Nazi. And, and, that, just one and more Nazis did that too. Yeah, yeah. So one more clip here is really interesting related to COVID and what you just mentioned. You know, this is an anti-vax event, but it looks like a church service. Um, you know, the oh, they've mixed you. and matched a lot here. Yeah. <laughs> well, th this is this is a one of Flynn's uh, events, and this mm -hmm. is a guy named Arthur Paulowski, mm -hmm. who's a Canadian preacher who basically has taken it upon himself to infect as many people with COVID as possible. Really does seem like so this is a super a big, spreader event. No, no, he's he's doing it on purpose. This wow. is intentionally look at look, I mean, none of these people are vaccinated. They're all in the cult. And, and they're, they're walking around they're without masks. Piling, and they're they're piling together and mm -hmm. crying on each other because this psychopath is is feeding their brains full of bullshit. And and, and so all of these people are, are just exposing themselves this guy is mm. a monster it's arthur Pulaski. and you know the really cynic, the cynical side of it is and, and the horrific side of it is that they're also you know i think find it a, a positive maybe that there are more people of color dying from from COVID. so there's the spin-off from going to a, a super spreader event like this is you then go to your your communities and spread it to your communities which includes people who are non-white and then those people might um might be more susceptible to dying because all the facts are showing that there's just way way more people of color that die from covid yeah, that's absolutely true the whole, there's like triple yeah mm -hmm. the it's whole thing is i mean it's the whole thing is white supremacy i mean yeah. find anybody of color in this room right right <laughs> i dare you you can't. I've I looked. I actually one. did look because I was like, "This is, this is, you know, these guys would make a baby going to be okay." Wants. You know, it's everybody Somebody else. They brought on stage for exactly that purpose. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, we're looking at some of the most, you know, that's the kind of thing we would say about Nazi Germany as being, you know, one of the world's most horrific events that are happening is happening I mean, right look now. At this. They're they're basically they're literally going in a in a line of people to make sure that every single person will infect every other person. Mm -hmm. 
Like, yeah. if they're, you know, I mean, they could have a French kissing contest, I mm. guess, to make it worse. <laughs> but, well, the scary part is his devotion is so crazy yeah. that, you know, what, what, mm. what happens when he wants to, you know, rebel against the next election with his with his forces? Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you follow this logically to where it's going. quote in, in, the, in your pictures there? I think you do. Uh, I think I do. I've got to just find it. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, uh, while he's looking for the Voltaire quote, mm -hmm. I'll tell you the scariest thing I saw today was when Zeb and I were reviewing the Josh Hawley video. Mm -hmm. So here you have somebody who's not twitchy like Flynn is, not wearing a wig like Trump. He mm -hmm. actually very is dangerous. a very 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 handsome right out of central casting and mm. i find him to be very dangerous because very dangerous he, he does he does the shtick very well mm -hmm. so for me we have to look out for the next generation of this the next level of this and i find um i find him to be quite frightening maybe you can speak on that while zev is looking for the voltaire i found the voltaire to speak to both He's been funded by Peter Thiel. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. He was a pup. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, you know, I say jokingly, but not kiddingly, that he was probably trained at Eric Prince's Wyoming ranch. He knows what he's doing, right? Absolutely. Um, he's kind of, you know, feeding the psyop perfectly. Uh, I, so I'm this, trying is, to this is my favorite quote okay. um, to describe what's happening now. Those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Right. That's why they basically break your ability to think critically. Right. 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 They traumatize you and dissociate you and and indoc literally indoctrinate your mind, refreeze you back into the community and you're someone else. Mm -hmm. Right. And it happens gradually yeah. over time, but very quickly, you're literally a different person. Mm -hmm. You still look like yeah. the same person. You have some of the same memories and and. And, and all of that, but there's a there's a whole part of you that has been invented by the cult, mm -hmm. and and that's what's so dangerous about this is because guys like Holly, the fucking senator, pardon my friend, yeah, and yeah, he he's up there brainwashing people. Let's listen to a second yeah. bit of him here. Let's listen to a bit. It's from the Book of Judges. I bet you know this story, many of you. It's the story of Gideon. Do you remember this story? Gideon is hiding from the enemy and the angel of the Lord comes to him and he says to him, the Lord is with you, Gideon, oh mighty man of valor. Do you remember that? Oh mighty man of valor. Here's the thing though, Gideon didn't feel like a mighty man of valor. Gideon was hiding from the enemy. You know, he was all curled up and hiding and the Lord said to him, no, you're a mighty man of valor. You're going to raise up. You're going to bless your nation. You're going to help deliver your nation. The Lord's going to do great things through you. Here's what I want to say to you today. It can feel like we're under siege. It can feel like I mean, this is the most you know like insane stuff. There it is. There it is. And, and, and in a ball. And what I think the Lord is saying to us is, rise up, mighty men and women. I'm gonna just uh, so, put him all down because I can't listen to any more yeah. of it. But you know, it, it's is he it's, a preacher or a senator? I mean, like, what's going dangerous. on here? You know, and 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 this is this, the siege mentality is exactly what uh, we, we was, was developed to a fever pitch in our mm -hmm. cult as well. Mm -hmm. We felt yep. that everybody was against us. And, and so I want to, I want to say something though about cults and religion in general. And that mm -hmm. is that if all of these things appeared completely evil, no one would fall for them. And right. I think the problem right. is that with everybody gets something out of religion, this meaning that, I, that Lauren Dawson was talking about. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm sorry, but this, this, 
really as a problem with Christianity in general and religion in general, not just cults. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing here, we're seeing a, a sitting senator uh, speaking to a crowd like a preacher and and just absolutely this is this is frightening stuff because a lot of people relate to these stories a lot of people want to see this kind of religious takeover of our government they would like they would like it if all 100 senators were mm -hmm. were were talking that way i mean to some extent although you know it's find it so hard to believe that these are probably the most um, privileged people in the world i mean white americans are probably the most privileged class you could be <laughs> and yet, went to yale he was in school yeah <laughs> and now he's yeah. Like, he's a, yeah. he's a victim how is he a victim you know he's a senator He's has had a, a path to success like paved since he was born. And now here he is, you know, acting like he's being oppressed. These people are not being oppressed. There's no oppression yeah. going on here. Flynn does this very frequently too. Mm -hmm. he, like if you listen to his Tucker Carlson interview, ha literally half of it is him talking about how persecuted he is. Mm -hmm. And and most perniciously, he basically he says over and over that when the government attacks him. It's just like attacking the American people. Right. Yeah. That's what he says every single time. And it's an incredibly dangerous lie, right? Because that, it means that, he's transferring, you know, this fake persecution that he has to them. They start feeling it and you build up enough of that stuff and you get terrorists. And you've got yeah. a, a man who's who potentially will be a dictator. I mean, he certainly looks like he's building himself a following that could set him up to be wants. a Fuhrer. I mean, if you have a military coup, you need a general to lead that coup. You know, it just feels to me like that's what their intention is. That's where they're going. Um, go ahead, uh, Sean, and anyone jump in and then I'll play some Tucker. Yeah. Look at what these people have done since mm -hmm. Trump started in the beginning. First thing he went after judges, he's gone after the media. Mm -hmm. They've gone after academia, they go after scientists. And then Trump in 2020 went after our elections, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, you can't trust anyone except me. That's what every cult leader says. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is lying to you. Don't trust anyone except me. And that is what Flynn is also saying. And that's essentially, that was the entire hour of Tucker Carlson is that like, there's two Americas. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, there's the real America, which is me, Michael Flynn, and you, Tucker Carlson, and Donald Trump, mm -hmm. and the stolen election. And then there's the usurpers who are the Democrats, mm -hmm. right? And it's so irresponsible that they're putting, you know, Michael Flynn on for an hour on Fox Nation. It wasn't the main network, but still, they're giving it the Fox brand. This guy is completely bonkers. He's a cult leader. Mm -hmm. Then he's sitting next to Tucker Carlson, their main anchor, who's nodding his head, you know, obediently and agreeing with anything. Meanwhile, there are about well, a thousand mistakes in everything he says. I mean, the thing is, everything, is, everything is a mistake. Well, there, there's not, no, it's all, it's literally all a lie. But Tucker is no like um, small propagandist himself. Yeah, right? that's true. Right. Like he's been possibly the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in major media is his great replacement theory uh, mm -hmm. campaign yeah which grace and Repla replacement theory is literal neo-nazi um ideology mm -hmm. that used to be buried in little tiny chat rooms you know in very dark places and now tucker's on fox like you know saying it literally every night he said yeah. it right before flynn came on yeah. flynn says versions of it uh it is inciting the racial war it is basically. a much bigger big lie I want to play in a little bit of this thing because I did, I did notice about 10 mistakes in just one minute here. So firstly, there's, you'll, you'll hear him talk about the, uh, the attack on the uh, U.S. troops in, in Afghanistan and, and how he interprets that. He, he calls for Millie to resign, um, a bunch of other things, which, of course, he would never have done uh, and didn't really want to resign when he was fired by Donald Trump. But let's listen to 
to this, uh, you know, Michael Flynn talking to Tucker Carlson. Of Kabul International Airfield. I mean, that was, you know, it was a, I mean, I I feel so bad for those, for those young people because it was an avoidable death. Yes. How? And, uh, and it's sad. So, I mean, that's, uh, I, I just feel, I feel bad about it. And I'm, and I'm sick to my stomach. It goes on here. I, mean, so I, I couldn't live with myself if I was million. I would have said, look, I've screwed this up. I, I obviously didn't, didn't read the intelligence or I did something wrong. So, you know, I, here's my stars. I'm going to resign. I mean, I, I just can't imagine, I Good can't idea, imagine Mike. that level of leader not feeling. <laughs> and for, for anybody in his position to say, well, my, you know, the, I work for the president and the president said he has every, you know, every bit of confidence in me. Well, guess what? The American people probably don't. But I'm telling you, it gets harder and harder for those moms and dads to say to their son or their you know, 17 or 18 year old son or daughter to say, yeah, go join the military after we just witnessed what we yes. just witnessed. I mean, the 13 that were murdered by the Taliban, the 13 uh, Marines, Not by the and, Taliban. Uh, a sailor and a soldier that were murdered in that what? tragedy, that tragic attack at the gate of Kabul International yeah, Airfield. We've heard this stuff. Yeah. I mean, he gets the name wrong that's of the-, two, of the, of the days. Yeah. He, that's two days after- It's such a lie. Yeah. Said there should be a, a yeah. missile attack on Kabul airport. But you know, he, say, he blames the Taliban. That was not a mistake. He was saying Taliban on purpose. He got the airport name wrong. He said it was avoidable error. When of course we, we all knew it was coming and we knew where it was coming from. Certainly Vladimir Putin indicated it was coming well in advance. And I can't forget that Michael Flynn I will never, ever lose the image of him at dinner with uh, Vladimir Putin at the RT conference in was 2015, must have been. I mean, it's 2015, uh, yeah. December. Yeah. Yeah. Collecting side by side chatting. And, with, and, yes. with yeah. Jill Stein. Yeah, with Jill Stein. Yeah. So, you, I mean, it's it's not it's, it's <laughs> not like we can. the PSYOP from the left. Yeah. So we yeah. can, you know, more than assume that he is working for the Russians. We know that he's, you know, pocketed checks from Turkey for $500,000 for trying to kidnap a, a cleric. We've seen now that he pocketed $200,000 for uh, the, the nuclear arms deal. There's, you know, odd Cambridge bits, Analytica, yeah, yeah. N- NSO. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all, by all of that. So he is a, a, you know, he is for all intents and purposes, a foreign spy. And yet he's operating in the United States as a leader, as a preacher, as a cult leader, and, and nothing can be done about him. Mainstream media. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing can be done about him. Uh, so... Two things that I just want to say. Uh, One thing is that the right-wing victim machine really started in full force under Nixon, Mm -hmm. and that is one of the best tools they have. They've played that for decades. Each president, each of their minions, they create this incredible victim thing, and it's a pretty good shtick, and Mm -hmm. it works pretty well. And, of course, part of what you see with Flynn, what you were saying earlier, Sean, is that we're seeing systemic attacks on all democratic institutions on all fronts in order to try to basically destroy what we've built, this democracy that we've built. But one thing that our viewers really want to talk about is Mike Flynn in relation to QAnon, because of course we have been losing uh, people en masse to this radicalization and we've actually seen people who are so disturbed by this radicalization that they've actually killed family members. So Mike Flynn has blood on his hands. 
Oh, they have so much blood on their hands. I mean, it's hard to even talk about when you think about COVID and you think about the anti-vax and how many, I mean, it's it's 100,000 plus that have died from the, this propaganda and not getting vaccinated. Mm. Yeah, I'd put it at more than half a million. Yeah. But, but, let, but as far as QAnon. Well, yeah, QAnon is sort of the gateway drug for all of this, isn't it? I mean, sort of it's... It, well it is. Uh, it's, it absolutely is. The QAnon is a is an online cult that was created by Maggot Three X. So we've yeah. talked about Maggot Three X on the show before. Yeah. Maggot Three X was the you know headed by Flynn, but it was also Jack Sobic, Mike Cernovic, and a bunch of those guys. Right. And you know, I every there's all the receipts in the world that they uh, created PizzaGate. Mm-hmm. And then that moved on to lots of other uh, crazy stuff. They went underground, started playing a lot in 4chan, mm-hmm. and basically hit the mark with QAnon in October of 2017. Mike Flynn's you know, fingerprints and associations are literally all the way through. Right. They, and stop steal. I mean, there's another, there's another big thing. The insurrection, there's well, yeah. another thing here too. We told, well, that, that was the, the payoff. That yeah. was the payload. Yeah. Or the first one. Right. right. And unfortunately, no. it was just a rehearsal. But, mm. but QAnon was designed from the beginning, and I have the documents that say so, as a way to generate violent terrorism by indoctrinating people into a right-wing cult. And, um, and now we're seeing yeah, it in, yeah, in the homeschooling and the school boards. You're seeing these incredible, I think they're terrorist attacks when these, these school board assaults are, are happening that are, and even out of school, people are being followed board. around and stalked and threatened with violence. I mean, this is in the he heartland of America. Local, yeah, it's terrorism. Yeah, he calls it local action has a national impact. That's well, it's, yes. and it's and a, it, around means, schools. What that means is terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you yeah, when right. you do when you take an act in order to um, manipulate political feeling, what you're mm. doing uh, with fear, what you're doing is terrorizing people yeah. for a political purpose. This whole and thing seems like a giant terror on. attack. Like it just it it feels is. like that's it you know na- literally a terror yeah. attack. Yeah, on a national scale. It, if you think about this, and I know that this has been said before, but I just want to reiterate that the QAnon content is very much like the blood libel story mm. that has been used against Jews mm. for centuries. And mm. yeah, that's something that uh, we can't forget that this has an anti-Semitic component. And it is all this victimology as well, right? Stop the steal, the great replacement. It's all like, mm. you know, something is being taken from us. And that is what has brought these people together. And I can't stress enough how much this victim narrative is driving all this. And this is the dominant, most powerful group of people in the country. Mm-hmm. With the most weapons, uh, you are buying extra, yeah. uh, you know, ammunition, and and other moonies are buying farms in in Tennessee as bases or spiritual retreats. You know, it's uh, yeah. it's pretty daunting. Um, I want to talk back to QAnon. You know, I think both you, Jim, and Dave Troy have been on the show and said that QAnon has its roots within military intelligence or within intelligence. Um, in the intelligence world, do you still think that is that an accurate assessment? But I don't. I don't know if I ever. Or maybe it was Dave Troy that said it. I mean, QAnon is a domestic terror plot, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically, that is funded and helped by foreign actors. But it's right. not a foreign, it's not, it wasn't a Russian operation. It but it, like an intelligence IR, operation. IRA. I mean, look at, you look at Flynn, he's an intelligence guy. I think that's the point right yeah, there. Yeah. There are plenty of people with intelligence background mm-hmm. who were involved in QAnon, 100%. Robert right. David Steele. Yeah. Michael Flynn, I could name 15, Bill Binney, there's a whole bunch of them 
that were legitimately in the intelligence community mm-hmm. and basically turned into QAnon leaders. Um, right. There's a couple other generals, uh, Spalding and M- McInerney is another one. Right. There are a bunch of these Valeli. I could keep going. Right. These Americans, these are Americans with these, uh, with intelligence knowledge, guys. So they know the, how to do this. Part of like like you know talking about QAnon and helping mm-hmm. out the cause doesn't mean that what I the only thing I bristle about a little mm-hmm. bit is that you know Q is military intelligence. Q yeah. is a lark. Q You're is right. bullshit. It was just a an act that allowed them to sigh out people with this fake like present sorry there was the the military intelligence was just the assholes behind it who were trying to figure out how to brainwash people on the internet how to radicalize people and get them to show up at the insurrection and Mm -hmm. try to you know hang like pence it's all so dark well this is what psyops are right i mean this all what we're looking at here is all psyop this is the art of of psychological warfare and this is what we're seeing on all these events you have to be pretty skilled to get this done you don't just get this to exist unless you've got those well we those have skills. to acknowledge it yeah as a people yeah. like the the thing that the reason why i yell so loud and so much is because mm-hmm. we just need to understand what's happening mm-hmm. like we are literally at war but only one side knows yeah right like all of this you know like bipartisanship and all these old ideas about how politics work mm-hmm. needs to go out the goddamn window we should follow the law and that's it Mm-hmm. This is a cult that will do anything and everything they can to destroy democracy and install a fascist theocracy. Yep. That's yep. literally what they want. Yep. And until How we start we as a human them, being, as, as a country, recognize that situation is just going to get worse. So that, Heidi's question is very pertinent. How do we stop them? How do we stop them? How do we stop this? There's more of us we have viewers begging to know what we can do and how we can stop them pretty straightforward honestly we have to shut down the goddamn disinformation Mm -hmm. i mean first of all telegram needs to go away forever Mm -hmm. it is a absolute cesspool nightmare of nazis cult leaders brainwashing I'm in there all day, or you know, not all day, but a lot of the day, every day, because mm-hmm. that's where it's happening. Right. There's, I don't know, six or 700 million people on that platform now. There are no guardrails whatsoever. And literally every kind of horrendous shit you can imagine is exploding there because mm-hmm. everybody moved from Facebook and Twitter where there were kind of still some rules. They were mm-hmm. doing their cult shit, but they couldn't get crazy. Telegram, they don't care. And Telegram is a Russian operation. Yeah, it's it's a Russian guy who lives in the UAE for God. Right. Yeah, that that tells you everything you need to know. It's it is it's national security stuff platform. Yeah, and it needs to it needs to go away because, like, I'm in there and I see people that I know. I have an account that's you know hidden, but my number's in there, so Mm -hmm. I see when people I know come in. And it's like every day, another dozen people, you know, usually the ones that I would see as vulnerable, like just getting sucked into that nightmare all the time. And And the same thing would go for... We can't do anything. We cannot fix a damn thing until we get rid of that, until we get rid of OAN and Newsmax and Mm -hmm. fucking Tucker Carlson, Mm -hmm. if not Fox altogether. And Facebook. Like, that is the only way that we are going to stop this. 
we sort of need to get well, back to basics and get away from social media at all. Um, but I mean, yeah, I turn I, the goddamn internet off would certainly yeah. help. <laughs> it might Here's be what's going on though. I think, I think all of these things are basically confirmation bias engines, right? For people and people are being told what they want to hear. That's why the PSYOP is working because they figured out how to tell people what they want to hear and then slip in these messages as well. Because the anti-vaxxers, they already didn't like big pharma. They already didn't like science, you know, and, and just goes on, you know, the racists already, you know, f believe the white replacement theory. So you tie all these people together and you tell them what they want to hear. And it's, it is a perfect storm mm -hmm. for disinformation. It really is. Um, we're out of time, but I want to just quickly take a look at some of these great photos just to change the tone a little bit here of you okay. uh, as, a, as a young, young boy really well it makes you a young adult i guess um and you were traveling around the world and you you got a chance to, with your mom to meet some people in liberia just talk us through some of these pictures they're really interesting okay well that is africa in 1972 that is uh, ghana and that's my father was still alive and this here is liberia in 1978 we had a state visit with uh, president tolbert who was later mm. deposed in a coup that is that's me you. meeting the president yeah mm. <laughs> And your Brady and, Bunch attire. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you then? And that, it, oh, I believe the C70, I would have been like 14. Okay. Yeah. So that's my mom at a state luncheon. And that is me with my mother in Montana when I was about 15. I think that's, a, that's what we have in that, in that group there. But that's, uh, those are great pictures. I, what were you doing in Liberia? What was, like, what was the rationale behind going there? Well, yeah, so this is what I want to say is my mother was doing what a lot of these, you know, evangelicals and preachers are doing, which mm -hmm. is they fail at co-opting the American government because mm -hmm. we have too many democratic protections and things like that. So they go to these other countries and they speak to them about starting theocracy. And mm -hmm. it's happened in Uganda. It's now happening in Ghana yeah. again, where they're, there's a whole LGBT crackdown going on there. And these organizations have figured out that they can go to many parts of the world where there's not strong democratic protections and implement, you know, God government in some way, which, you know, means repression of LGBT, repression of atheists, you know, on and on like this. Goes right back to that hierarchy women. you mentioned earlier. Right back to the hierarchy. And so that is what we were there doing. My mother minored actually in political science. So she had that background. And like we talked about earlier, she did work for the UN at one point and she had this kind of idealism, but she injected her spirituality into that mission. Mm -hmm. So go tell these African presidents how to run their country in a more religious way and this is the same this thing is the stuff that she came up this. with herself like she wasn't uh i mean it, it's kind of bizarre to just go to liberia i mean was there a, what what <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I mean, I go honestly there. i don't you know i know you don't just call up the president of liberia and say i'm coming over but, right uh, we we had we had some people in africa we had a fairly robust yeah. congregation in ghana okay. and there was a guy there who had uh, his name was herbert kraku and he had some pull and he knew people so i think That's he talked to my mother up and said you know yeah we got with this evangelical woman is coming from america you know and he set up these state visits i think thank you so much for being here tonight sean prophet and jim stewartson um i'm gonna give you both an opportunity to, to advertise your whatever it is you want to advertise your podcast and and your twitter handles will be really great for the audience so why don't you go sean okay well it is the radical secular podcast and that is radical secular the radical secular.com is our website and at radical secular is our twitter handle mm -hmm. and we release new shows once a week on mondays and 
our mission is justice, equality, and rational public policy. Well, those good ones. Uh, Jim, where well can people done. find you? I just yell on Twitter. So just put my name into Twitter. And, so it's you know, at Jim Stewartson. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you very, both very much for being here. That's been a really fascinating hour. And thank you for digging up that thank tape so and combining me. it. It's really fascinating. Thanks for having me, Zeb yeah, thank and you, Heidi. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, you know, you, we'll, Heidi, I'm going to keep Heidi for a little few minutes here, just so we can chat and debrief. But thank you, gentlemen. And we'll be uh, hopefully, hopefully have you back on the show in the near future. Thank you. Wow. That's a really wow. fascinating uh, hour and wow. a bit we just did there. So wow. interesting. What are your takeaways? Uh, well, one thing I want to say is that Jim Stewartson does the work that most of us can't do. He is lurking in the cesspools nice. of the dark web to bring us the news and bring us how these people are being radicalized. And uh, we here give him credit, but I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for all mm -hmm. the news that he breaks. So I wanted to say that. I think the other thing is it wouldn't be Narrative Live if we didn't point out that the new members of Elizabeth Claire Prophet's cult are being recruited from South America and mm -hmm. Russia. <laughs> ah, interesting. I thought they didn't really have cults over there. They were trying, they had a big crackdown on them, but I guess some of them sneak in. The, uh, you know, it's uh, remarkable that Sean is, as he seems so well adjusted and together and everything after all he's been through. I mean, that's can't have been an easy uh, transition for anybody to go through and, uh, he certainly is kind of the outside doing the right kind of work and doing it well and is a well-adjusted human being. So it's really impressive that he's been able to do that. I, I will say that it's, it's there's something, um, I don't know if how to put my finger on it, but there's something about the allure of people coming towards these cults that is greater than just fear. I mean, we think of it as just fear, but I think that there's a yeah. such a desire to belong and such Community. a desire to get out of their lonely existences. And that they're constantly trying to find all our lonely existences for that matter. Right. Finding a place to be and finding a place to belong is so important. And these are the available places that they have. These are the available True. platforms. And, you know, we need to start cultivating some alternatives. We need to be cultivating, you know, equally as interesting and exciting alternatives that support democracy and equality and values that really matter to people um, and that you know democracy itself is a good gathering point for um, you know for something to believe in and we sort of have to reignite that patriotism that reignite that whole passion for democracy because it is a remarkable system it's the only country in the world that's been able to do this for this long um, and there's absolutely no reason why we should stop now except for this crazy brainwashing we need to get back to that fiery, really important pride that we used to have in democracy itself, because uh, there's so much there, and uh, America's all about that. Uh, that is it for the narrative tonight. I feel like we've been on all week, because um, this is now Thursday, and I'm back tomorrow with uh, LB and Greg Oliar in the after show. Who right knows what will happen? Who knows what will happen in the after show? Hopefully tomorrow. you'll have a Greg Sports Minute again because that was hilarious. Oh, you know what is funny about that is I had no idea who <laughs> Kiri whatever his name wasn't. And then oh, yeah. every time, every day this week, I'd be like, oh, that's Kiri. So Greg was yeah. on the was smarter than the rest of us. So we'll, we'll maybe do a little sports tomorrow. Uh, that's the show for tonight. Thank you very much for joining us on Narrative. As always, please go to patreon.com forward slash narrative and help support our show by joining up there. And we'll be back. Heidi and me will be back on Tuesday. I'll be back tomorrow with the after show with LB and Greg. Have a good night, everybody. Narrative is made possible by viewers like you. Join today and support truly independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. That's patreon.com forward slash narrative.